With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey everyone, welcome to the Off the Rail Show on the OFD Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Voles, Site Manager, Emperor, Supreme Warlord, and Defender of the Faith over at OneFootDown.com on the SB Nation Network. And it is Rivalry Week on that network, on SB Nation. And we've already been uh, really spinning. <laughs> we've been having a good time with it on the site uh, so far. This uh, Man, this is something for Notre Dame fans that that uh, is a, a lot different. It's a, it's a different subject to cover than other schools. Some schools, it is, I mean, it is like just clear as day as to, you know, that one rival and, um, you know, and everything that goes along with it. Uh, you know, and maybe it, it differs from sport to sport a little bit, but for the most part, it's like, you know, at Ohio State rivalry week, who else are they going to say about Michigan? Uh, I mean, and that's it. Uh, so, Notre Dame is a lot different. Uh, I think now there is a large section of Notre Dame fans that would say, hey, you know, USC, that's it. That is the rival. End of story, period. And and I pretty much agree um, with that sentiment. But at the same time, you know, I have my my own little feelings here. So we're, we're going to get into this just a, just a little bit more. Uh, this is kind of like an addendum uh, to a couple of the stories that I wrote this week. Um, I've been busy. I, I was celebrating my anniversary with my wife and my family. Uh, and so the, the last few days I've, I've kind of been out of the loop. Um, you know, I would tell her that it was, uh, I was spending time with, the, <laughs> with everybody. Uh, and it was also a large part. I had no, I had no service anywhere. <laughs> uh, you're out in the middle of nowhere and, and there is absolutely no cell phone service for me to, to go back to the comments. So I thought this would be just a kind of a good thing to, you know, to put out there. Um, it's kind of a, a response to, to, to what everyone's talking about. Uh, but before we get into that, I just, I really want to, um, just reiterate to everyone, you know, please wear a mask when you're out and about. Um, you know, I know this is politically charged and, and it's an election year and, and I get that. Put all that nonsense aside and think about college football. For example, don't even think about your health. Don't even think about your neighbor's health. Uh, don't even think about uh, the other ones that you love, you know, health. Uh, just think about it in a sense of college football. Uh, because if, if the COVID cases don't, if this thing doesn't start to come down, uh, we are not going to have a college football season. Uh, South Carolina, their governor had stated if they don't reach to a certain point, they're not, he's not going to allow college football games in his state. Uh, USC is scaling back what they were going to do. Now it's like going to be all online classes. So I'm like, things are not looking good. Um, and you know, there's still time. Uh, but you know, unfortunately, I mean, if, if we're just keeping it real, people just aren't doing their, th- are doing their part. And, <laughs> uh, however, way you want to cut that, what that means is that cases are going to go up. 
and you know you're going to have more deaths, and we're not going to have a college football season. Uh, you know, maybe I mean maybe they need to, you know, seriously consider moving this all to the spring. Um, anyways, I mean I don't know. I mean, finally we get a top five opponent in the month of of November. In South Bend, and of course, uh, 2020 uh, coronavirus. Uh, you know, now maybe it's like you know May 2021. I I don't know, uh, but you know, it, if we're gonna have any shot at all, uh, we're gonna need need this thing to start getting nipped in the bud a little bit. So, got a mask. Wear it when you go out. Uh, wash your hands. J- j- these are like simple things. It is not gonna kill you. It is not a massive chore. Uh, to, to put a, a friggin' mask over your face. Um, you know, it, it, it should be easy enough. Apparently, it's very hard for a large portion of people out there, uh, and I just don't get it. But, you know, hey, I mean, I, I live in a town where any, anytime I go to the store, here, just here in my small town, I'm, I'm like a, the 1% of people that's wearing it. So, you know, you know I'm not trying to then knock my entire town, but apparently uh, I'll these great Buckeye fans don't want uh, college football, I guess. I guess. I don't know. Anyway, so getting back to what we were, uh, what we were talking about rivalries and look, I, I'm going to make this, uh, about, about as simple as I can get it. Um, you know, I'm not going to keep, I'm not going to, this isn't going to be a very long, uh, off the rail show. Just, uh, we're gonna keep this kind of simple. Rivalries are pretty personal. Especially when it comes to Notre Dame, you, I keep saying it, but it's so true. Notre Dame is so unique. It is so much different, so much more different than, than other schools when it comes to this whole rivalry thing. And, you know, for, for certain people in certain parts of the country, it's just, it takes on a different meaning. Um, and, you know, it's certain age groups. I mean, it is, it's, it's pretty widespread. Um, so, like, look. I'm not here to knock anybody's rivalry take. I think, and I, and I mean this in the bottom of my heart, whatever take that you have as a fan, that's legit. That's you as a, that's your take as a fan about who is and who isn't a rival or, or, or what rank you have them or, or whatnot. That that's on you, man. That's how you feel. It's like, look, you know, it's like, you know, what if your what if your neighbor is a Purdue fan? whose cat keeps coming into your yard and fucking shitting in your mulch. And, you know, he's a fucking bastard. He, he makes sure that uh, any time Notre Dame loses, you know, he, he's got some shit-ass comment to make, whatever. And, you know, it's just fucking Purdue. So to that guy, though, he may have Purdue higher up. Maybe it's like a 65-year-old guy. It's like a grumpy old men situation. You know, it's uh, that's legit. I mean, maybe it's USC one for him, Purdue two, just because his neighbor is a fucking asshole who can't keep his cats in his yard. I get it. I totally get it. And, and as kind of funny as that situation is, that's, I mean, you could put that in a lot of different things. Maybe it's just, you know, in at the office, there is a, I don't know, there's a, a Boston College alum working in the same office as you, you, that, you know, and maybe you've been working together for five years. Maybe that Boston college game takes on a lot more meaning for you. So you have that. And you know, you say you're an Notre Dame alum. 
and you lived through the, you know, say you went to school when we'd never beat BC. And we lost to him six straight damn times. You know, so, so maybe, maybe that rival, maybe that game, that, that uh, quote unquote rivalry means a lot more to you than to, to a lot of other people. And that's fine. And I, I'm here to say that it's fine. You can have these different opinions. You can have these different feels all you want. It is 100% legit okay. And you're like, you're probably thinking to yourself, wait a minute. Is this the same guy who's, you know, in the comments or in the articles blasting? Yes, it's me. Look, I have, I have a very strong opinion about what I feel, you know, about rivalries. I have a fucking very strong opinion about a lot of things. That's why I run a, a website. Uh, so, but I mean, again, that's, that's me. That's mine. Uh, you know, that's my thoughts. Uh, you know, and my thoughts don't express the, the, you know, the rest of the, you know, 14 people or whatever it is, uh, on staff at OFD. It's, that's just not how this works here. Uh, so uh, rivalry stuff is very, very, very personal. Um, and you know, in the, in the terms of, you know, USC, Michigan, you know, you, when you look at those two schools as in itself, you know, a lot of people, you know, my age, I'm 40, you know, I'm 41 years old. And a lot of people my age, you know, Michigan for most of their life is right on par, if not more than USC. And it's not hard to understand why Notre Dame and, and Michigan started playing in 1978, you know, renewed their whatever, you know, they finally started playing regularly in 1978 95, 96, you know, was the only two years they hadn't played from 78 to 2014, I believe. Um, and so, I mean, that was a game that was always, it was always on the schedule. It was always the first or second game or second game of the season. You, you know, usually both team, a lot of times the teams are ranked. Uh, it was a big deal. It, it set off your season. It, uh, it was, it's a big deal. So there's, there's no way that you're going to be able to sit there and say, you're, you're going to be able to convince a lot of people, you know, in that group that Michigan isn't a big rival. You're just not going to. And I get it. I mean, it's, you know, look, you know, back when we were talking about ending the series and all that stuff, there a lot of shit was talked on both sides. And, you know, and I'm definitely, I was definitely guilty of it. I'm sure of saying, ah, fucking Michigan's not a rival and uh, we don't need them. Isn't that, you know, just, you know, having fun with it. Uh, and that's probably part of the reason why there's such a big rival. And so th that's fine, you know, and like as, as people on the site were ranking rivalries, you know, it, it doesn't shock me in the least that Michigan was number two behind SC. But at the same time, like, you know, and I said there, you know, you're voting how, how you see it, you know, how whatever your uh, whatever your guidelines are are yours and you can use them in how you rank it. So there wasn't like a set guidelines on how to rank, but I mean, let's be honest here. Notre Dame and Michigan aren't going to play again until 2033. You know, unless you're like, like me meeting the fucking pinstripe bowl or something like that. How, how many more years post our last game in 2019 are you still going to consider Michigan the number two rival to Notre Dame? You know, there's not even a whole lot. There's a ton of history between Notre Dame and Michigan, but there's a, not a lot of games, you know, when you look at the whole scope of, 
you know, of college football. You know, Michigan State stands out. You know, and for me, I've always had SC1, Michigan State 2, Michigan 3. There was just some, there's always been something about Michigan State that has stood out to me as Notre Dame's number two rival. And maybe it's the longevity, maybe it's the, the, uh, the, the tag team fuck you to Michigan uh, by Michigan State and Notre Dame. Uh, but, I mean, there is a, you, you still have this equal hatred of each other. I mean, it's, it's a weird existence. Um, and then there was just, there's just some games in there. That, I mean, they just got you twisted up. I, I, again, you know, I, I talked about, you know, the streak with BC, the streak with Michigan State losing to them every year. You know, going like a decade without or more without beating them inside Notre Dame Stadium. So, I mean, again, everybody has their own thoughts and feels about who is ranked where and all that. And, you know, people took big, you know, but again, you know, Michigan State, we're not going to play them for a while. We haven't played them since 2017, and it's still going to be a while. Well, I, I'm not even sure. Was it 2026? I believe is when we play them again. I don't know. I mean, Purdue stopped. You know, stopped playing them. But we play them like six times in eight seasons, starting in 2021, I believe. So that picks back up a little bit. But I mean, in five years is going to be 2025, and you still have eight more years to go before Michigan is back on the schedule. How, how does that, how, how they stay number two, I don't know. There's just, there's not enough there. And so when I, you know, went in and was putting in big R's and little R's, you know, I, I kind of put it as this is where it's at moving forward. And especially with big R's and now look, SC's big R uno and never going to change they could probably lose every game for the next 10 years. And it, it's still number one rivalry. Just this. Um, <laughs> despite, despite Brendan's ranting on the OFD podcast. Uh, but, you know, I just, from the last decade, you look back and S, or, uh, Stanford has been sitting there as a nemesis. Now, I know a lot of people like to use a lot of different wordplay, too, right? Like, uh, they're not a rival, they're an enemy, and stuff like that. Look, if, they're, if you're putting them in an enemy category, a nemesis category, a pain-in-the-fucking-ass category, that's a rival, in my, in my view. So, then it's just different, you know, just kind of, where are you going to put them at? Is it a little R rivalry, or is it a big R rivalry? The decade with Stanford has been a tough one. They've really fought fucking tooth and nails on there. We've had some great games, big time wins, heartbreaking, gut-wrenching losses. A lot of those games have affected the overall season. I had felt, and I, I mean, I had felt for a while that Stanford was a rival, put them in little r. I had felt justified looking back over the last decade, long time to put them in that big R category. And a lot of that justification has to go with 
how players feel, how coaches feel. And it's a big one. Stanford is a fucking big one. And I think to Brian Kelly, I think I think probably Stanford's just as big to him as SC. Maybe a lot of that has to do with David Shaw. But I think as a coach, you go back and look at some of, you know, you go back and look at some of the losses Notre Dame's had to Stanford. Uh, and it's just, it's gut shots. You know, it's like 2010 when, when Harbaugh, Harbaugh's, I think it was his last year at Stanford. They fucking whooped Notre Dame inside Notre Dame Stadium. Whooped them. I mean, physically beat them up. And Kelly's like, post-game interview, that's where we want to be. It's like, ugh. And, you know, 95% of Notre Dame Nation just vomited when they heard Kelly saying that they, they want Notre Dame to be where Stanford's at. But he it, it wasn't wrong. I mean, he really wasn't wrong. And, you know, and I, I have fought the Stanford thing for years. Uh, you know, when people are like, you know, pointing at, you know, say they're not a Notre Dame fan and they're pointing at Stanford as being something great. Or maybe you're a Notre Dame fan and, and you're pointing to what Notre Dame wants to be like, like Brian Kelly said at Stanford. And I would always very quick to point out, what exactly have they won? If this is Notre Dame, if this is about national championships, it's about playoffs, what exactly has Stanford done in that regard? And, and to be quite honest, Nothing. I mean, nothing. They've never been to the playoffs. They haven't won a national championship. Um, I think their highest ranking was third, I want to say. Uh, it was after an Orange Bowl win. I'm tapping something. I, I don't quite know out of my head right now. But what I'm saying is, is that, yeah, they had this awesome run. But, you know, that, that's not good enough for Notre Dame. Everything that Stanford has accomplished over the over the last decade is not good enough for Notre Dame. Not even close. So, you know, I people pointing as that's like you know where we need to be at. And I was, you know, and then I like to you know talk a lot of shit about you know Stanford's academics. And I like to point out, you know, Notre Dame. It's it is it is absolutely one hundred percent true that it is harder to get into Stanford than it is Notre Dame. Uh, as a student athlete, but it is much easier to be a student athlete at Stanford than Notre Dame. Uh, and then, you know, I've brought up points before about uh, Stanford giving more credit hours towards football. Um, it, it's a little bit different, uh, different academic curriculum at Stanford as it is in Notre Dame. There's just some different things involved there where it's harder to be a student at Notre Dame than it is at Stanford but it is harder to get into Stanford than Notre Dame. Uh, you know, so I, we've been, I've been talking the Stanford thing for a long time, but it's just, to me, they're absolutely a big R right now. And you're like, right now? You know, people, rivalries can move up and down. There can be, in my eyes, there can, they could be a big R. It could drop down to a little R. It could just drop down to a regular game classified, you know, classified as a historic, you know, was I correct in putting Pittsburgh, uh, as a little R probably not should have 
should have been based more as a historical rival than, than a little R. Um, but I was, you know, and I, I made a joke about it. And, you know, a few people got a little uppity about it. But I made a joke about, you know, I'm not tempting the fucking superpower of Pitt. They're a pain in the butt. Uh, but they were definitely, it was as a rivalry-like game for Notre Dame for many, many years. They played them 71 times, for God's sakes. You know, they put Pitt, you, you know, if you don't remember, Pitt was fucking awesome for, for quite a long time. They, they had a good football program. And Notre Dame played a lot of those teams. So, I mean, it, it, it was there. And I think, I, I mean, yeah, maybe that should have been an historical rather than a little R. Uh, but I gave him a little bit of respect. Um, I got a little bit of, of um, I don't know, respect or a, got a little bit of uh, a little bit of love for Pitt. Uh, now that they've gone, finally gone back to their uh, Pitt script uh, helmets and, and the real colors. Uh, I don't know. Anyways, so again, personal choices, personal feelings about rivalries are, are kind of what decides this whole thing. Every I mean, there was not everyone. there was a lot of people very concerned that I did not have Navy listed anywhere, and I still stand with that one hundred percent. I mean, Navy's not a I don't feel that Navy's a rivalry. It's just like it's like when you were growing up, there was those friends of your parents that you know you went over with, and they had kids, and they weren't your friends. You were just forced to play with them. That's Navy. I mean, you don't don't really do anything for you. It just it passes the time. I don't know how good of an analogy that is, but I, I was thought about that today. I was like, you know, you're you're forced to play. Notre Dame is like the football program is forced to play Navy because some dumb Wookiee life debt. And I I don't want to derail any conversation again. I, I don't know with. The whole Navy talk. You're never going to sell me that Notre Dame should be, should keep doing that. It's a bunch of malarkey. Always will be. But I do also acknowledge the fact that it's never going to change. I just think it's stupid. Uh, So I'm going to call something stupid. I'm going to call something out that's stupid every time. So anytime we talk about Navy, I think it's dumb that we schedule Navy. It's a waste of a schedule spot. Navy was an incredibly good team last year, nationally ranked, very close to get into a into a New Year's Six bowl game. Notre Dame beats them by 32 points. Does not even fucking budge the needle, even in the slightest. Not, I mean, you can't see me right now, but I'm just like, it didn't even budge any needle. No one gave a shit. <clears throat> and you're going to tell me that's like some big rivalry with Notre Dame? Get the hell. I mean, no. Doesn't exist. It, it just does. It's not there. And then you know, yes, I had Army in there, and that was not just a a massive you know flip of the bird to Navy to have a Navy or Army in there as an historical rival and not Navy. I just feel there was more important history with Army than with Navy. I. You know, on the OFD podcast, we, we covered a lot of this. And I, I'm not, I don't think I'm wrong there. You're just, you're forced to play Navy. It does not necessarily make them a rival. It's just a game you have to play. I mean, 
you go back and look at the, you know, trying to have in there is many flaws with the poll system that I set up to rank Notre Dame's rivals. Many flaws. Uh, first flaw is, are there really eight rivals? Do I don't believe that that there are many people out there that actually believe all eight schools there are rivalries. I do believe though that those eight programs or nine or whatever are programs that people feel that's in there, that maybe they'd be ranked up higher. Um, but you know, it doesn't really matter if someone's the fifth or sixth, you know, rate of rivalry. Uh, I mean, there's really two each year, right? And, you know, maybe a third, if you're lucky, I think, you know, what, uh, you know, and I, and I stated this, you know, back, you know, in the whole tiers and, and I, and I really don't like bringing up the whole tiers for a lot of things. Um, and many of you know, you know, that and know why, um, but you know, you had Michigan, you had USC, you had Penn state. These are big deals. And yes, I believe that a team like Miami can be a rival. I mean, you can, I believe that you can have a big R, big dog fucking rival for a short period of time. Does not have to be a, an ancient rivalry. It developed into a, a bigger, bigger than life kind of a thing. I mean, Miami Notre Dame took on a life of its own. And it, it, it's also why Notre Dame and Miami stopped playing. And it's also what led into or what helped lead into Notre Dame and Florida State, which took on a little life of its own in the mid-90s. It's okay. I mean, these I don't think that these things are all, I don't think all any of this is written in stone. Your personal feelings about Notre Dame's rivalry situation is perfectly fine. Don't expect everybody to agree with you is, is, is my only advice. But that's okay. We don't have to agree on it. The only thing that we really need to agree on is that USC is Notre Dame's number one rival. And fuck them forever. That's it. That's it, man. I really would like to dive into more of the SC stuff. Like, I might, I might, I don't know what, I'm not exactly sure what we're going to talk about next. Uh, we're recording, I think, Monday night for the next OFD podcast. But, I, you know, and Brendan has his takes on SC. Um, but, you know, if we don't get to it, I, I'm going to dive into the SC rivalry. And... In, in the sense of, you know, where it, where it is with fans. And I, I just have a, I just have a very sneaky suspicion that it, it's just, it's farther in the back of people's minds than it should be, you know, and there's many, re- there's many reasons why. And again, I, so I, I'm not going to get into that, um, but, but it's, it's legit. But again, you know, we got a whole nother week of, of rivalry to, rivalry week uh discussions and you know bring it bring 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 the noise bring your bring your comments bring your uh your belief system uh break out your excel spreadsheets uh whatever it is that uh 
that you want to talk about, I'm willing to talk about it. This isn't, you know, this isn't uh, me. I'm not sitting here preaching to you, and you know, you're not going to hell if if uh, if you don't fall in line with my with my uh, belief system or my thoughts. I'm gonna argue the shit out of them a lot of times, but then again, that's me. That's how I have fun. Um, you know, it's not, I'm not trolling you. Uh, and I would hope you would not try to troll me, uh, unless it's, you know, unless it's some fun stuff. I don't know. I mean, I get trolled all the time about, uh, about the Navy series, but it's just, it's all in good fun. Um, but you know, just, just some things to keep in mind there. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we're, we're just going to end it on that. So I, I hope that kind of, listen, if you've been on the site this week and, you're like throwing things about, you know, what I said or what a commenter said about what, what they, about any of this rivalry stuff. Stop, man. <laughs> Just stop. It's all good. It really is. Uh, don't get, don't, don't get too wild. You know, I mean, I'll throw a fit, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm so terrible. You know, I'll throw a huge fit. Uh, but man, it's all good. We all have, we all have our thoughts on it and it's, it's all pretty fun. I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, if, if you want to make the arguments about Purdue being, you know, like a three or four, by all means, go ahead. Maybe, you know, maybe your neighbor is the one, uh, that I was talking about with this cat shitting in your mulch. I don't know. Uh, I have that huge problem with that right now. Uh, and, uh, I think all my neighbors are Buckeye fans. So uh, there you go. So anyways, that that's it for us. Hey, remember, please, please uh, rate and review. Go on Apple Podcasts. Uh, leave a rating, what you, what you like about uh, these OFD podcasts. Uh, whatever review you leave, I will read on the next OFD podcast. And I'll read it word for word, man. So whatever you got to say, and I'm walking into dangerous territory right now. Um, when, you know, smashing people's rivalry takes and all that. So, you know, Hey, whatever you, whatever you put down in that review, I will read, uh, you know, on that show. Um, again, check out one foot down.com. Uh, we're next week. We're, we're going to be doing even more of this stuff. Wear your masks. I want a college football season. You know, I, I don't know what the hell we're going to do if we don't have one. This, this may get down to like ranking, uh, vegetables. Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll keep it. I'll keep it as fresh as I poss- possibly can, but, uh, but we'll see what happens to that. So just want to thank you, uh, so much, you know, for, for listening to the show, for coming on to the site, um, and for engaging in these discussions. It, it, it's a good time. It certainly is, uh, something much more fun than, uh, uh, than talking, you know, coronavirus or, or, uh, you know, or whatever. I mean, it's, Sometimes we just need to have some fun uh, and, and remember that uh, um, we do these things because it's supposed to be happy. We're not supposed to be beating our heads against the wall because of fucking running back recruiting or any of that stuff. You know, we're supposed to have some fun with this stuff. And uh, we're certainly trying. So, anyways, that's it for me. Go Irish. <laughs>